The Blues won the Stanley Cup. 52 years in the making, the Blues have done it. Congrats to the city of St. Louis. They got so drunk afterwards, they tried to push the arch over. I mean, that was, that was great to watch. I'm not going to lie to you. All these drunk St. Louis blue fans thinking that they were strong enough to push oh over God, an immovable was... object. But I mean, not only the Blues winning for the first time ever in their history of the organization, so did the Toronto Raptors. They won with a little help from a man named Kawhi Leonard. Oh, I've heard of him. Kawhi Leonard? Yeah, I, think, I mean, he's a fun guy. Yeah, I like he's not sense. a mushroom, though. He's not. But I do believe that, I mean, I think that Ujiri was a genius to fire Dwayne Casey, trade DeMar DeRozan for this fun guy. And not only did winning the championship was great, I mean the fans afterwards. Do you see that drunk guy with the plant? With the plant? Yeah, rocking around with the well, plant. And he's just saying, this is a, this is a this housewarming is a, gift for Kawhi. This is a cactus. A coactus. A coactus. <laughs> There's all these drunk idiots, man. That's the best that I think about winning a championship is the fans afterwards. I mean, it's been, it's been a, great, a great time for, for starving NBA fans. These NBA, well, like, over the last several years, since 2011, the Mavericks won their first title. They had a 30 year, 31 year drought. And they won their very first title in 2015. The Warriors, that one, <laughs> the, the Warriors uh, had their first title in 50 in, or in 40 years, but uh, you know now they're on that nice run where they've made five straight straight championship appearances. The next year, the Cavs won their first ever title. Shout out to LeBron. Uh, then today, then this this last week with the Raptors winning, it's just it's just incredible what's been happening in the NBA lately. Hi hey guys, I'm Mike. And I'm Dirk. And we're two average height guys. Because we choose to talk about sports rather than playing. We're vertically challenged. Going back to the Stanley Cup, how great it was to see St. Louis win. Not only because it was the first championship, but they also beat the Boston Bruins. Yeah, it's, it's kind of nice to not have Boston win something lately. Um, I mean, they did have a, quite a big drought for a while. And then, you know, 2004 came around, the Red Sox won, started toppling things over and then obviously you've got the Patriots dynasty that's been going on since 2001 um so with Boston not being able to to take home a cup it we're we're counting the days now until another Boston championship it sounds like um but it's nice to see them not when uh not retain three of the four major sports championships at the same time not only that but looking on to next season I know it's really early, but do you think the Blues can maintain the success and actually have a chance to be successful next year in the playoffs? Honestly, I didn't think they were going to do it this year. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Do you think that they can maintain the success? I think it's, it's very hard to because, main, maintain success in Because hockey. they were once in last place. In January. Yeah. In January. Just, it just was a not few even that ago. far. Yeah. Just a few months ago, they were in last place. And then place. look at that turnaround. It's a great turnaround, but the other thing is that another team could make a turnaround next year. So hockey's a very hard sport to, to repeat in. There's only, there's only been a handful of teams that have done it, one being my Detroit Red Wings. Um, I say my, you know, I don't even play for them. Hey, when you're a fan, you're invested, and it takes out time, so that means that it is your team. Yeah, just as Drake. Yeah, Drake, <laughs> because Drake, speaking about him, he thinks that he is part ownership of the yeah, Raptors. Yeah, I averaged just as many minutes on the floor as Drake did this this series. And I invested as much time as Drake did in watching the series, too. Yeah. I will tell you, Drake ain't special. Yeah. And I'm going to say, hot take right here, his music ain't special either. Ooh. I think that Drake is very overrated. 
So at that point, what I will say, though, is now that we're talking about uh, Drake and the NBA Finals, um, thank God they're over. You personally, you're happy they're over. I'm, 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 I'm sad that, oh my God, that the been... season's done because now all we do is have baseball. But speaking about the Finals... I'm happy for Kawhi. I'm happy for Kyle Leonard. But I do believe that Kawhi had the best – he did have the best playoffs out of anyone. But finals per se, I think that the MVP in the finals should have went to Fred Van Vliet. Yeah, and I think, I think it very well could have if, if they had won game five instead of game six. And I think that a big mistake um, on, on Kevin Durant's part – I don't know the intricacies of his Achilles – and the connection with his hand, with his calf and what was really going on, because I'm not a doctor, nor was I in the locker room. However, what I will say is that if he doesn't play Game 5 and doesn't go out in Game 5, then they don't play a Game 6, Clays doesn't tear an ACL, and boom, they still lose, but everybody I mean, is still relatively it's healthy. Hard, and it's hard to predict that. But And going back on to KD, I'll speak about that later. But the thing is, I do believe... Even though Fred Van Vliet didn't average the eye-popping numbers in the finals, they actually, I think, won a few of those games because of his clutch shooting. Absolutely. And uh, like, don't get me wrong, Kawhi had clutch shooting in most in some of these games. He did have clutch in Game Five. They did end up losing that game, but the games that they did win, they wouldn't have won, I don't believe, without Fred Van Vliet. And it's like talking about in when the Warriors won their first title. Yeah. Andre Iguodala got. The MVP. He did not play a lick of offense. He got the MVP because of his defense against LeBron. Yeah, if, well, if so that's what I'm saying. The, if you shut down the best exactly. player in the world, okay, so you get you give the MVP to someone that played tremendous defense. LeBron still had a great finals that that year. Absolutely, he averaged over. And there was talk. No, not only that, there was talks that should a losing player like LeBron get the finals MVP that year. Has that ever happened? That's never happened. That's why they didn't. That's why they gave it to Andre Iguodala because Steph had a really terrible finals. Clay had a terrible finals. Our boy Draymond Green had a terrible finals. Listen, everybody, uh, great players are allowed to have bad games. Exactly. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that's the issue. I'm just saying that with a name like Kawhi Leonard, as great as he is, they're going to give him the Finals MVP just because of his name. If Fred VanVleet was drafted tenth overall, if he averaged at least 15 points a game in the regular season, I think that he would have had a good chance of getting it. But the issue is, is that he didn't because he was undrafted out of Wichita State. He was on the G League team of the Raptors. He got caught up. He's a bench player. But the thing is, their bench helped them win the finals as well. They were It was more of a team effort than it was just a one-man effort. Because Kawhi only had two amazing games in the finals. He averaged, I'm not so sure about the points per game, but the last game, he didn't score like Kawhi scored in the whole playoffs, I do believe that we would still be at a Game 7 waiting for the Warriors to hold up the trophy if Fred Van Vliet did not play a minute. Because Fred Van Vliet, his three-point shooting was clutch. Yeah, don't. I, there's no denying that. There's no denying that Fred Van Vliet hit on, on some unreal shots in some very clutch moments. Um, but at the same time, they don't have those clutch moments if it's not for Kawhi. And, and the defense and the I mean, offense. You can, you can totally say that. But, I mean, me um, and Hubie Brown are the only two that do believe Fred Van Vliet should get the finals MVP because he is the only man that voted for Fred Van Vliet to get the finals MVP. Yeah. Everyone else voted Kawhi. But they're not even in that position without Kawhi, though. That's the they thing. are. That, I, that's, and the that, I'm, that's what I'm saying. And that's that's why I'm saying. I'm like, 
Kawhi, yeah, like he deserved to get it. But I'm saying, like, also, Fred Van Vliet played a huge role. Absolutely. Since Finals MVP is only for a series, it's not for the whole tournament. People think it's for the whole tournament. It's not. It's just for that final series, hence the name, Finals MVP. They could have won without Fred Van Vliet. They could not have won without Kawhi. I mean, I. it's hard to disagree with that point, but I also do believe... I mean, like, as I said... Kawhi was missing his threes. Danny Green was missing his threes. Yeah. Fred Van Vliet was the only one consistently making threes. Kyle Lowry had an amazing game that last game six, but the whole series before, like the whole series before that game, you know, when he Danny couldn't Green make didn't three miss threes against Michigan State. Danny Green, <laughs> Danny Green didn't miss miss threes when he was playing for the Spurs and they were playing the Miami <laughs> Heat in the finals. That's when all he right. didn't miss the threes. Yeah, and guess what? We also did beat the Spurs the year before. All right. Yeah. But that's why it's so hard to go back to back in any sport. No, I don't. I'm not, no, not back to back. No P. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And can we talk, stop talking about how Kawhi is the dynasty killer? Because I'm sorry, yeah. Oh, he okay. killed three dynasties. No, no, okay. But what I'm saying, he killed the no, Spurs dynasty okay, but, too. Okay. No, I know, and I'm not. I'm not just. But what I'm saying is, can we stop with that nonsense? Like acting like the Warriors are done. I get Clay just got towards ACL and he's going to be who, out. Who in the West is going to beat him? But this is the thing. That's what I'm saying. You still, got, you still got Curry, who is a top five player. Draymond, who is a top five defensive player. And he's an all-around guy. His stat line last game, before that infamous time, <laughs> called timeout like Chris Webber. Eight turnovers. I'm not, but he also did have a triple, du- like, a triple double with like 13 points, 18 rebounds, 12 assists. What if that you do means- not have another player that can consistently do that in the NBA. With uh, the defense. With, with the defense. With the defense. That can, and he can guard all five positions on the floor. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's he's this so, he's this generation's defensive version of how good offensively Magic Johnson was. Magic Johnson could offensively play any position. He could play the one to the five. Draymond Green can defensively play the one to the five. Yeah, no, I mean, but I'm just the notion that people are saying that the dynasty of the Warriors are done is nonsense. Absolutely. Until absolutely. until I see that there is another team that can crush the Warriors. Then I, I, I mean, you have the Nuggets. Do they have a superstar? They got Jokic. Jokic, he's a great player. They got but Gary, not, Harris. Gary Harris. Gary Harris is great. Gary Harris, not Jamal superstar. Murray, and they have Jamal Murray. They have young talent, but they have not played enough together, and they have not had all the experience to be considered great yet. They had. A, they have a great coach in Malone. I think that they do have success in the future, but they're still missing a piece. Because in the playoffs against the Trailblazers, they crapped the bed. Yeah, oh yeah. Because of no experience, they didn't have a second go-to guy that can uh, consistently make shots other than Jokic. Jokic is a matchup nightmare. I think Jokic will be great, but he's still, they need to get another player. The Lakers. Lakers is another team. The they got LeBron. Need, they need Anthony Davis. Every, I not so necessarily need Anthony Davis, because I'm not so sure how he would coexist with the whole team. I'm not like I get Anthony Davis is a great talent, top five when healthy. But the thing is, they do need a second fiddle. And I do believe like a Jimmy Butler, a Tobias Harris, they don't need the super superstar, like elite, elite. Jimmy Butler is a great all-star. Tobias Harris is con- consistently get you couldn't get you 20 points a game. I think they need another player like that rather than wasting all their young talent to get AD. And they could still wait. A year to get AD. I, I guess they don't want to waste LeBron's years. But the thing is, is that when you when you trade away a Lonzo Ball, a Brandon Ingram, a Josh Hart, and a Kyle Kuzma for AD, AD also has history of always being injured. 
And if something happens, God forbid, he can get injured, you're stuck in dead water with LeBron and who? Rajon Rondo? JaVale McGee? Well, you've got... Don't hate on JaVale. Um, (laughs) JaVale is the truth. Not Paul Pierce. Um, I hate Paul Pierce. The the thing about that is, though, yeah, well, he may have a history of injury. There's not necessarily a guarantee that he's going to get injured. With that same respect, you have a Brandon Ingram who who knows if he's ever even going to be allowed to play. He's got this heart condition. They say it's not as bad as Chris Bosh's. However, well, you Chris Bosh had blood clots. You don't know that. You don't know that Brandon Ingram is going to come back and be the Brandon Ingram that we know. But this is the thing. This is the first year I get it that Brandon Ingram did show promise as well, average eighteen points a game. But the thing is, is that I, that's just stunned. that's just one. Like I'm just saying though, is that they do have a good young core that they shouldn't give up on so easily to get someone that's very injury prone. I, that's so, a, it's a very valid point. It's a very valid point. And, I mean, the, this free agency, you have everyone. You have Kyrie Irving. Everyone's you have, a free agent. Everyone's a free everyone's agent. Everyone's a free year. agent. And guess what? My Miami Heat can't get one freaking person because Pat Riley screwed us out of I've, this whale hunting he likes to so-call. But that's for another episode for me to go on a little rant about. But I do believe that the Warriors are still the best team in the West. And I think that everyone's got to quit talking about how this dynasty is dead. Yes, Kawhi did an unbelievable thing, and he did stop two three-peats from happening, and he did stop the Spurs from ever being relevant again, in my opinion. Because I do believe Popovich is going to retire soon. LaMarcus Aldridge is old. DeMar DeRozan is not going to be a player that can carry a team. Hence, look what just happened with the Raptors. They traded him for someone that could carry a team. Absolutely. And, I mean, the Warriors are still the Warriors. They're not leaving until... Everyone retires or leaves. I mean, three and a half years ago, uh, after before Kevin Durant signed signed with the Warriors, See, yeah. the only team the only team that was going to beat the Warriors was a team that had Kevin Durant. Not only that, I mean, but also the Rockets, James Harden, and Chris Paul. When Chris Paul was relevant, he's somehow oh, just Chris fallen Paul off in the pl- fell off the earth over the last I two years. Do not know how after that injury though in the conference finals last year he went downhill. And that team could have beat, I still believe, if Chris Paul was healthy, could have beaten that Warriors team. But the thing is that you have all those players on the Warriors. I just, I and everyone like gets all pissed. Yeah, KD left to the team that beat him the year before and hopped on the team. Yes, that was a scapegoat. But the thing is, people also do forget that Mark Jackson drafted all these homegrown talent. Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and... Curry. Curry was not a top five pick. Clay was not a top five pick. Draymond was not a first round pick. And people forget that, oh, Kawhi was, Kawhi was a, Kawhi was Kawhi like was a 17 pick. Like the 17 pick. He was pick a 15 pick. Yeah, like, but I'm saying is that everyone's like, oh, the Warriors, like they cheat their way to win. Like, they drafted three of the four players. Yes, Boogie Cousins came back. And if Boogie Cousins was fully no, healthy, just, never ruptured his quad. He wouldn't even be there. He well, would. not only, no, he ruptured his Achilles, yeah, then he right. joined. But I think it, during the playoffs against the Clippers, if he never ruptured his quad, I think they could have had a chance to kill. I mean, even they, without KD, kill I mean, the Raptors. But they, they, they don't. They had they had not a healthy KD. They had not a healthy uh, Boogie. 
They have. They technically they have, didn't have a healthy Clay because of the hamstring issue, but he did but come then, back. And but then an ACL. ACL, and then, but then the thing is, you have Looney with a broken collarbone. Okay, but this, like, but you're this playing, you're playing, stu- you had to, you okay, had to but, take out six players from their team. Okay, but not only. Okay, so then you take as your argument earlier when I said Fred VanVleet should have won the Finals MVP. You take uh, Kawhi off that team. Who did they have? Kyle Lowry, who's a mediocre All Star, and they lose four straight games. Exactly. Even without all these Warriors, without players. Kawhi, they lose four straight games. Even yeah, that's why Kawhi's the MVP. Okay, that's why Kawhi's the MVP. <laughs> But I'm also moving saying- on, moving on from the finals. Let's talk about NBA offseason and how the NBA offseason and free agency is more exciting than the regular season. I mean, especially I, this me, year. Me personally, I like to disagree with that statement. But oh my god, there's no way the NBA the NBA season is 40 games too long. But, if they okay, the NBA- what I what I do agree with you is that college basketball is more entertaining than professional basketball, but. Professional basketball, but basketball is, a, is close to my heart, and I do love professional basketball. Even though I'm getting disappointed by Miami Heat, ever since LeBron left and ever since Dwayne Wade now retired, I am crying myself to sleep every night that we have no future, and I do not believe Pat Riley is our answer. And once again, I said I'll talk about that another time when I have my rant. But the free agency, it is a, it is probably the most fun. Most hectic free agent market out of any sport, major sport. The NBA, the NBA free agency market uh, is significantly better, and, and yeah, no, and I, it, it's just it's it's better than any other sports free. No, agency. I agree with that because a one big free agent can literally shift the whole NBA scale. Like rather than a Bryce Harper left Washington to go to the Phillies, well, you got five people on the on the floor versus which exactly. Is nine. I'm saying so. one per, and then the same is with football, unless it's a QB. That's a really good QB. Like that's the only way that can change the whole scale of an NFL. Well, look at but, like, like a Peyton Manning. Like when Peyton Manning went. And, well, and, everyone also did think he was done because of the whole next, but right. the, the next surgery. But look at but what like Peyton, Peyton Manning. You know, all time great quarterback, possibly top three quarterback all time. Uh, gets has a neck neck surgery, neck fusion, and everyone and thinks he's done. Everyone thinks he's done. So John Elway gives him a shot up in Denver. Yeah, and, and lights what, it up. Not only did he give him a shot, but he kicked Tim Tebow out after winning their first playoff game in a long time. Come on! <laughs> in the since in in the last twenty five years, there have been two Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks who have won a NFL playoff game. And one of them is Tim Tebow. Yeah, the other one's Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Tim Tebow <laughs> has won a playoff game before other Heisman and Trophy that just shows, And that just shows you why Heisman Trophy is, I think, one of the most overrated trophies in all of sports. Because it never transitions well to the pros. Like, I'm not saying... Like, I wouldn't no, say no, never. I'm saying for, I wouldn't no, say I'm saying for, Okay. I wouldn't say never. There's, let me, there's let me, several. There's no, several. Let, okay, yes. no, there are several, several Heisman Trophy what, winners. What, no, what, what, Barry Sanders, OJ Simpson. All, <laughs> both of them were fantastic in the NFL. You've got Sam. Okay, Bradford no, but what? No, okay, let me, got, let me re, let me, let me reiterate. Let me reiterate my statement: is that it is the most overrated for a QB transitioning to the NFL because everyone believes that a QB that wins the Heisman automatically is going to be oh, Jay, a great, James Winston, like, Marcus and you Mariota. Look at Ohio State, you look at Ohio State. Troy Smith. Troy Smith, who j- like who won the Heisman, and then all of a sudden, like, what did he do in the NFL? Nothing. You look at Charlie Ward. He got he got the uh, Heisman at Florida State. Did he go to the uh, NFL? No, he chose the NBA over the NFL. Well, then you've got you've got Jason White. Jason White, the quarterback from Oklahoma, won the Heisman Trophy. He didn't even get drafted. So that's what I'm saying. I think that people in college sports want to give the Heisman to quarterbacks. 
that I don't most of the time I don't think that quarterbacks should get it. I generally think that the running backs the running backs have a better uh, a better success percentage of, rate, a better right. success rate than 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 the quarterbacks well, do. But you as still, you just but you said, still, like how many quarterbacks have, have won a playoff game? Yeah, that won the Heisman too. But like, but and then, one of them was Tim Tebow, who now is a Triple A for the New York freaking Mets. Don't get me started on the Mets, <laughs> but and then the other one, Cam Newton is probably I'm not I'm going to say it. He's done because of his shoulder injury. Like I. He, he's not the same. So, I mean, like, Heisman Trophy should not go to quarterbacks. Because... I, I don't know about that. I mean... I don't, I, I don't, I don't know that you can say that. Choke. Heisman Trophy I mean, shouldn't go to choke. quarterbacks. But... Like, do we think Kyler Murray is going to be successful in the NFL? I have no idea. Honestly, I have no idea. I have no idea if a running quarterback can sustain himself. If he plays like Baker I mean, Mayfield... look at RG3. If he plays like Baker Mayfield, then he's got a shot. If, if he plays like, like an RG3 or... or I mean, the reason that, that the the mobile quarterbacks have been good is because they're quarterbacks who happen to be mobile. They don't rely but on their legs. they're also smart. Like, they're smart. That's why. They're like, quarter- Aaron Rodgers, he's very mobile. He's probably one of the best runners of, 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 thinking, a, of a quarterback. I'm thinking more of Russell Wilson. Okay, but I'm also saying Aaron Rodgers, he's not the fastest quarterback, but he's people do consider him mobile. Absolutely. But he's also, he's probably the best at running for a quarterback because he's smart with how he, he doesn't get his hit. legs. Exactly. He doesn't get hit. That's and the key is not being able exactly. to get it. Josh Allen in, in Buffalo, that dude gets hit. That he runs into contact. He's I mean, not gonna regardless last. of him being, he can open himself for freaking getting hit by a truck. I also don't think he's going to be successful just because of he's never had success at any level. He was at Wyoming. He's never done well at Wyoming, and now he got drafted in probably the worst situation with the Buffalo Bills, who never have an offense since Jim Kelly. So I just don't think he was ever set up for success, but. Think it, I mean, you brought up OJ winning the Heisman. Hey, we're on the Buffalo Bills anyways, and right? we are on the Buffalo Bills. I mean, talk about OJ Simpson made some headlines today. Yeah, so OJ Simpson decided that it was going to be a good idea to, uh, to join Twitter. Um, he posted a video of himself talking about how he's got some, uh, some, some things that he needs to make right. Wait, and wasn't, wasn't something recently an anniversary? Um, I think there might have recently been a 25th anniversary of... Uh, some event that OJ might have been a part of, uh, what was allegedly. That? My, like my, I'm starting to forget a little bit. What his, kind of event was it? Uh, his 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 wife was murdered. Oh, really? Yeah, his wife was murdered about 25 years ago. Oh, um, and then it happens like you know, 25 <laughs> years later. Now uh, we have like all we, of a sudden we, we OJ this, just wants to join Twitter and then comes out with a freaking video saying he has something to get off his chest and he wants to talk about it. But you know what? I still don't know that it's really OJ. He's not blue checkmark verified on Twitter yet. So you know what? It's, it's still <laughs> We're going to give him a slide. <laughs> I got to give, give him some leeway right now. Orenthal James Simpson needs a little bit of leeway at this very moment. Um, but you know what? Everybody's allowed to be on Twitter. Everybody's allowed to have a voice. That's kind of the beautiful thing about it. So I, I follow him. I kind of, you know, I'm kind of I'm I mean, kind you're of interested. A big, you're a big Twitter guy. So you love following all these. It's, you know what? It, Twitter's been my, over the last 10 years, Twitter's been my number one go-to source for news. You can get things straight from the horse's mouth. You don't have to wait for people to report on it. You can get them directly from the guy. Not, you know, oh, I heard from a source that blah, blah, blah. Um, so with OJ being on Twitter, I'm actually kind of excited. I think he's going to learn very quickly that he can't tweet the same way that some of the other people in America I tweet. I mean, speaking about um, tweeting a certain way, that's why Magic Johnson quit his job at the Lakers because he wasn't allowed to tweet a certain way. Can I just can I just read you some of Magic Johnson's tweets here? Oh, they're golden. Just, they're not even like Magic Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> he 
his tweets aren't even he like just states facts. He's he, not, yeah, <laughs> it, it's not. It's not like stating something that's on his mind. He just literally talks what's it's literally fact, facts. What's facts? Like he he just lists off like, oh, great game. He averaged so and so points. They won the championship. Amazing. Like that's why he wanted to quit. From the Lakers to tweet something yeah. like that again? Yeah. Tonight, two superstars beat one. Steph with a three-pointer to tie the game, and Clay with a three to put the game away. We're too much for Kawhi. Like, come on! <laughs> he had to quit because he wanted to tweet like that. We love Magic Johnson. Coach Nurse has We're been Michigan doing State a- grads. He's a Michigan State grad. <laughs> we love him. But come on, man. He's, he is the Michigan he is State. He is the Michigan State grad. Like, but come on, Magic. Yeah. Like, Get off the Twitterverse. Go back on the front office. You screwed LeBron. Nothing. Nothing will ever. Nothing will. Magic Johnson has has possibly the greatest uh, in his lifetime. The greatest three year period of basketball I've ever heard of. When he was a senior in high school at Lansing Sexton, they won the state championship. He went on to be a freshman at Michigan State. We played on the varsity team. Took him to the national championship and beat Larry Bird. The following year, that following summer, he was drafted by the Lakers. In which case, that year, you know what the Lakers did? They won. They won the NBA Finals. So he has literally won championships at every single level. Not to mention he was on the 92 Dream Team where, uh, you know, they took home the gold. He's literally won every single level of basketball that you could possibly be at. Minus international. <laughs> and you know who did? Mario Chalmers won at every single level. He's won international. He's won high school. He's won at Kansas. He's won at the Heat. And now he's about to win at the big three level. <laughs> he's going to win a championship at every single level. I am telling you. Dude, that Mario Chalmers shot at Kansas was the background of my computer for months. All right. But tonight there is a big fight. Oh boy, Tyson Fury against Schwartz. Listen, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be upfront and honest. Boxing has taken a backseat to UFC in my life. Uh, I just I find that boxing happens to be a little bit more boring. But there are a select group of boxers that I will tune in to watch. I mean, Tyson Fury is on that list. It's a very short list, and Tyson Fury is right up near the top. He's maybe the scariest man in boxing, not named Deontay Wilder. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm scared of both men. I mean, I'm no longer scared I mean, of Anthony Joshua. I mean, Anthony Joshua was also never a scary presence. He was a tall, built guy. Like he, and he was a good boxer until he, great boxer. He's an Olympic champion. I'm saying he's good now just because he got knocked out he's by Butterbean Junior. Okay, <laughs> Anthony Ruiz. Congratulations to you. No, what and Butterbean. It, Butterbean is not an insult. Butterbean is a compliment because Butterbean was a hell of a heavyweight. That man. I swear, if you want to take one free punch from Butterbean, you might not wake up the next day. Didn't they do that? Wasn't that on I think TV that was on Jackass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do think that was on Jackass. Yeah. But I, I, I think Tyson Fury is probably one of the scariest human beings inside a ring. Outside the ring, he, he seems to be very, so very nice. nice. Other than Wilder. I mean, Wilder literally said he would enjoy killing someone in the ring because it's legal. I don't know if he said he would enjoy. I mean, it. he said he said he didn't he say said, that why, exact words. Why but not he, exercise my ability? Exactly. So in my mind, that means he's going to enjoy killing someone if somehow he does kill someone off a freaking punch. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, but tonight I don't see Tyson Fury losing. I I think Tyson Fury. I mean, dude, he's what six nine. 
His reach is insane. He's huge. He's huge. I, I don't the only way I see Tyson losing again in the foreseeable future is if he loses to Wilder in the future fight. But that fight I do think Wilder deserved to win instead of a split decision. I think Wilder landed more punches. He even dropped Fury a few times, so I believe that Wilder should have won and not it shouldn't have been another decision. But the boxing gods are in our favor to do a rematch of those two. And I do believe that Tyson losing some more weight. Doing some I don't know. Cardio. I think Tyson I mean, won that fight. I think, I think Wilder, Wilder may have knocked him down, but Tyson won the Tyson won that. So tell me, boxing. Round, it was no, a twelve round know. fight, right? But how many times did Wilder get knocked down? It doesn't matter. But you in want to talk about I, body shots? You want to talk about the way that points are scored I, in boxing? I get like it's every so land hit. But I'm it, just saying, like, it's the most subjective sport of all time because you have you have three four, what is it? Three referees on the side who are arbitrarily making up whatever they feel is winning. There's no there's no set rules. In basketball, in hockey, you can score points. You can score goals. You can uh, like in baseball you score runs. There's a there's a an objective purpose to winning the game. In boxing, it's completely subjective to whoever happens to be the official at that fight. Uh, you've got the you've got the judges. Uh, it's the same thing with MMA. It really is that with with UFC and Bellator and 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 but all. But MMA, these, you're just looking to. I mean, you're looking at, in the ring, man. Is that are you not doing the same thing in boxing? You're I, looking I, to knock I, them but out. But I'm saying, whole, but like, I said, like, MMA is, is more it? is more of a. They've just, always said it's insane, just because it's like there is no gear in MMA. Maybe in, other than a cup. In <laughs> to say in any combat sport, you can't let. The, the goal is to not let the judges make the decision. No. Because you don't know what's going to happen when you uh, leave it up to someone else. Obviously. So, so the point is, like, knock him out. Don't let, don't let him finish. So if he can't finish, think, then you okay, win. So you do believe it should have been a split decision? I, I personally, if I was scoring those rounds, 12-round fight, Tyson Fury has won that eight rounds to four rounds. Okay. I think, right, I think knockdowns, knockdowns in those rounds don't equate to multiple round wins. All right, fair enough. And if you want to play on, like, a... Like, I don't think that I don't think that Tyson Fury getting knocked down in one round should be you know a huge as big of a detriment to him as as what it seemed like. I don't think it was a split decision. I think Fury won that fight. Okay, so in uh, the same respect that I think that Pacquiao beat Mayweather. Okay, no, let's not start that. Okay, so before we conclude today's episode, we want to bring to light a crazy news story. Some. Someone that I hold dear to my heart because of a man named Justin Timberlake. His wife came out with a bomb. She's supporting, uh, she's, she's the celebrity face of this new bill in California about uh, anti-vaccination. Um, the, the crazy thing to me, I, I, and I, as simply as I can put it, like, don't get me wrong, Jessica Biel is fantastic. I, I really enjoyed her on 7th Heaven. Um, however, what and I will 13, say... No. Not now. That was Jeff, Jennifer Garner. That was Jennifer okay. Garner. <laughs> um, but what I will say is is that when people are keep, keep coming up with this anti-vax thing about that they don't believe in vaccines, it's not a matter of believing in the vaccine. You have to believe See, in the vaccine. See, this is the thing. Me, I... You have to believe in the vaccine because it exists. You can't... It's not a miracle where you're like, Do you, I believe in miracles. Like, that's... Great it's not. It's not a choice of whether or not you believe in the vaccine. Whether or not you believe that they are effective is a completely different conversation. But to say that you don't believe in the vaccine is just asinine. So not, not only that, like I, I'm right for everyone to have their own opinion. But and I'm not going to be like other than this topic. I mean, yeah, I do believe vaccinations are a must for any child, for any family. 
And as you said earlier, do you think Justin Timberlake secretly... He's taking the kids... <laughs> he's taking the Jessica Beals out on a 7th Heaven reunion. And he's like, yo, kids, come on. We're going to the doctor. Because it's hard to see someone like Justin Timberlake also do, supporting anti-vaccination. It's, I, just, so I just believe... I can understand if there are certain things that your parents don't want you vaccinated for. No, yes. But on a general scale, measles... Polio. I mean, even the flu for young babies and kids is absolutely. absolutely. I mean, the flu you have a you have a new version of the flu every year, and they give a new flu shot every year. Um, But the the thought that that you should have no vaccines is is just ridiculous. This is this is how things like measles come back. This is how uh, polio comes back. Like there are cases of polio in the world because people aren't vaccinated. I thought we were done with polio. <laughs> I thought we were done with measles. Jo- jo- Jonas Salk thought we were done with polio. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's a crazy it's a crazy it's a crazy world we live in nowadays. But that's for another podcast to discuss. That concludes today's episode of Average Height Guys with Mike and Dirk. Thank you, and tune in to the next episode.